The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. Yeah, the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Kwame Lasso Sport and Sometime Rich Show. We got Ken from the ATL. We're going live here. I'm live out in uh, Tempe, Arizona. I want to say Phoenix. You know, anybody that's not from Arizona always say Phoenix, Arizona. But I live in Chandler. We, the studio's in Tempe. Coach B in Virginia. Ken in the ATL. Uh, we missed you last week. Coach, what's going on? Not much, man. Not much. Had a little back issue last week. Had to get it taken care of at a doctor. It is what it is. Okay, well, uh, how heard you heard y'all was acting up when I wasn't here, so I got to come back and check y'all real quick. <laughs> we weren't acting <laughs> up, man. We were just, we was concerned more than anything. Concern, but, you concern, know. concern don't come out, don't follow, be followed by jokes and laughs. You do. Uh, you but, you know, that's what Alabama's do, so it's yeah. all good. But, 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 you know, you say you hurt, then you say you you on the couch getting your grub on. I mean, I don't know how hurt you are. You should have been in the hospital then. I said I was on the couch getting my grub on. Yeah, on your Facebook, boy. I, oh, I yeah, that was later because I had to eat. Yeah, but you know what, man? We welcome back, man. I hope you're all right. We did clown you a couple times. Ken was on your heart, man. Ken. Oh, come Ken on. Ken from the ATL. He don't like when I'm on the anyway. Hey, Ken hey, from the ATL. Hey, you know, we can always go back to the audio and listen to it then. Yeah, you know what, Ken? I got it on, I got it on iTunes, you know, because people can't subscribe on iTunes <laughs> and subscribe to our podcast. So I got it on that, so, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is a good little point. You go to the iTunes um, podcast, that thing for free. Subscribe for free. You get it. Go, Rich. You always go right to the uh, phone though. As soon as you put your uh, go back, yeah, so that, so like, um, soon as it downloads up, my iTunes automatically downloads the um, to the uh, the podcast, and then also I sync up my phone. If I sync it up, when I sync it up, it automatically syncs up. So okay, you know what we need to do though. We need to go back in the archives and uh, uh label all those shows, man. I got to start. Uh, Start, it's about that season, about that time coming up, uh, football. And football is never ending. You may have one month off, and at that same time, you, you're still thinking about uh, that workout, especially the way they did the uh, Pro Bowl and the, and the Super Bowl this year. But you got we got to go, go back and list and label those shows on the archive. I guess somebody. I think, you know, Ray got an intern. Let's see if he can do it. So we, we, uh, he got an intern working out here, Corey. Um, what's been going on, Ken, since last week, man? Anything, anything new? I know you on that Roethlisberg and that uh, San Antonio Holmes. Rich, I don't know if you paid attention to that, but it was some other stuff going on as of uh, yeah. last week. But Ken was on it, though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They're getting ready to uh, go back and uh, charge him now. I guess uh, he didn't uh, pay up when he was supposed to, and now he's got to pay the piper now. Is <laughs> <laughs> that pay off or pay up? <laughs> you got to pay, pay up. Dang, gotta he, pay the piper now. That, that's crazy, man. The yeah. Pay, he, that's crazy, man. Back to back, and then, then I remember last week we were talking. Uh, that happened around the same time uh, Ben did. And I two wanna, days later, and I want to keep dragging on uh, what Pittsburgh is doing because I mean, but you got to think about that family. That's always a first class family, the Rooney's, and then um, a professional organization like that. You, you got guys who who's not fitting into the mold. And what I mean by that, 
like other teams will go look for the superstar to sell ticket, but you get a guy who's a first-class act, like a Heinz Ward. You bring him to your team, and he does all the right things. But San Antonio Holmes come off of t- uh, two years off of being Super Bowl MVP, and he has to go out there and do some nonsense. And then the issue it was, it was crazy in itself. He throws a drink at a in the females allegedly in the females' face, mm-hmm. allegedly throwing the drink in the females' face and cutting her under the eye. Yeah, and that's a great point. What you also said is, you know, you also got to look at uh, that Super Bowl. That MVP could have went either way to Big Ben or Santonio Holmes, and look at how both of them are acting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right about that. You are right about that. You are right about that because, uh, you know, they more than more likely they usually give it to a quarterback. They think he has he can make those throws. He got to make those throws. But a lot of those guys that do the dirty work, like the offensive linemen, uh, some uh, defensive guys that stand out, it's hard for them to get them because they're not that limelight. They they don't the offense is office. Uh, the highlights are always shown from the offense standpoint or a guy catching a touchdown. But, you know, you got to have somebody to block and get his quarterback time. Quarterback got to put the ball in the right place. I know a lot of receivers make a lot of quarterbacks look real good, look like they pro bowl players. Well, most of all, yeah, a lot of people who do that, a lot of receivers can do that. And these quarterbacks aren't, you know, a lot of some of these quarterbacks are just role players, like Trent Dilfer was a role player. Right. Yeah, he was, um, he was definitely a role player in Baltimore. Yeah, it was definitely, but, you know, he, he won a Super Bowl. Game. And you know what? He, he didn't he did a lot of things. He didn't try to win a game, but he did everything not to lose a game because that defense they had was outstanding. Same key thing with a quarterback, and it's something that, you know, as a coach that, you know, I, I try to instill in my players is, you know, all you worry about is your role. And when you get a quarterback like Joe Flacco, right. you know, you know can't, he's not going to try to win a game, but he's going to play, he's going to do his role. Do you think um, – uh, when you say Joe, when you we we was talking about Trent, but do you bring up Joe Flacco? Don't you think he got a lot more skill sets than Trent Differ has, and he probably could win a game uh, with the arm he has. With the uh, he has emerged from day one. Um, he's he's gotten better each year. Uh, he can well, go he, out there and he, try to win a game. He he, he can win it. I'm, I'm I'm confident enough that he can win a game for us, and he's has done a couple won a couple games for in his two in his first two years in the league. Right. But he also has that big brother on that team, and that's that defense. Right. Mm-hmm. That defense and those special teams is what comes through game after game. It hurts him because it hurt him in the playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet they, they come through and they still make, you know, big tackles, big plays, big, you know, pass breakups, PBUs, and stuff like that. Integral times of the game when Joe come in there and get him three or get him six real quick, boom, 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 mm-hmm. with the Ray Rice. So, you know, with that being said, and there's a lot of things going on about this draft coming up too. With you know, with your boy from Notre Dame, Jimmy Clausen. What do you think about that guy? You think he's a you know obviously he's going to be a first round because they pub him up to be a first round. And another guy that's going to be a first round that I really can't see it is uh, Tim Tebow. But you you speaking on Jimmy Clausen? Uh, where do you see this guy going? Is he a guy who can come in and play right now? Um, I, I see a guy who no come in and probably <laughs> help out right now. He ain't going to have a choice with the way these quarterbacks are. He ain't going to have no choice with whoever's going to take him. He ain't going to have no choice. You know? right. He understands the, term, the NFL terminology, which is a good thing because he played in it for four years. Under Weiss? Under Weiss. Yeah. So, you know, well, and, you know, Kansas City doesn't need a quarterback right now. But, yeah, you never know. They might draft him. They might trade up to get him. We never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I think a lot of these quarterbacks coming out, um, a lot of these guys are coming off some type of injury. And the uh, the uh, projected – First five quarterbacks were somewhat hurt this year. 
uh, couldn't finish the season strong, couldn't do a lot of workouts, mm. but they still in the first round. Now we're talking right. about quarterbacks. What you guys think about Donovan McNabb uh, and the trade from Philadelphia to Washington Redskins? And it's only for a year. I don't know uh, what the owner, um, well, he likes to throw his money around. He likes to say, hopefully this works out. But he's one of those guys, those owners to say, well, Donovan McNabb played for us or uh, 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 Deion Sanders played for us. And Bruce Smith played Bruce for us. Bruce Smith played for us. I remember they had an all-star team, man. I think it was in 90, uh, might have been 99, 2000. They had an all-star team, man. I thought those guys would go 14-2. and two and lose They went 8-8. Eight eight. They went 8-8 eight and, eight and we beat them, the Arizona yeah. Cardinals, and we beat them. Um, with that all-star team. But you get so many. And that's one of the things I always say. You get a lot of guys that uh, that's on a team, but the chemistry is just not right because you, you can't only have a, so many superstars. It, it is great if the superstars understand their role, and when their time comes, they show up. But, well, and now Albert Hainsworth don't want to be there, $100 million man. But that's that's the owner's fault. That's um, uh, Well, no, again, that's the culture of the market. He don't want to play 3-4. He don't want to play 3-4. He got He's perfect for the three four. If he holds that nose down, that's the only way a three four works. If he holds that nose that, that nose tackle down, but the owner himself said, "You give a guy a seven year deal for a hundred million who's has health problems, uh, staying healthy, not health problems, but staying healthy, haven't played a real full season of football yet. So, and and he's worth a hundred million dollars. And I'm not telling him, you know, somebody offer you that money, take it and go. Because if he can give you a hundred million dollars, imagine what he's making, and you just the one guy." With forty-one of that million, hundred million dollars guaranteed to you, so whatever happens, happens. But you got forty-one million dollars. Well, you understand this too, also that you know they trying to, um, uh, they try to trade him for Donovan. Albert Hainsworth. You know, Albert Hainsworth. They try to trade him also, and Philly declined it because they don't want that money. Right. That's a lot of. That's a lot of weight. If they you know, don't want to pay. The problem with Washington. The problem with Washington Redskins, unfortunately, is the Snyder. Fact, like you said a second ago. Snyder. Huh, Snyder. He likes to to throw his money around, but it's the culture within the organization. They don't, they're not going to win. They're, you know, Donovan's here for one year. He got out of Philly. He didn't want to leave out of Philly, but Philly didn't want him, so he sent him to Washington. They'll never do that to Peyton man. Go ahead. Right. And the problem, the thing is, is the simple fact of this man is, this man took you, this is the best thing since sliced, since sliced, since Ron Jaworski. They'll never do that to Tom Brady. Go ahead. Right, never do a Tom Brady, never do a Ben Roethlisberger. Well, he went, to five, to... he went to five uh, NFC games, and he won four of them, if I'm not mistaken. Then took him to the Super Bowl. Look at his supporting cast. This guy's doing this with nobody. Other yes. teams, um, now, that I think that says a lot about Donovan. And um, I thought Andy Reid spoke out of both sides of his mouth, uh, talking about he was going to keep Donovan, Donovan his guy, uh, with the future and the wings with Kevin Cobb and uh, Michael Vick. Now they got more problems than they want to. Michael Vick's not going to be a backup to Kevin Cobb. But I can't see it without any distractions. I, I think well, they can make it work. Well, mm-hmm. my thing with Michael Vick right now, my myself on this, and Ken, you can probably back me up on this, is the fact of you look at Mike now, you look at Donovan early 2001, 2000, 2002, 2003. What I'm thinking is Kevin Cobb is going to, if Kevin Cobb is his name the starter, come you know, preseason, four preseason games, Michael Vick's number two. Michael Vick started getting back like Michael Vick used to be, the way Donovan used to be. Yeah. I can see Michael Vick come back in. Now, Philly's all of a sudden back to where they used to be because they have the same kind of quarterback. Well, they got need, they need a tight end because Michael Vick like to throw this tight end. I think Philly has. Well, Selleck's not a bad. Selleck came out his first year to have a, had a great year last year. A hell of a year was what you was about to say. 
Ben yeah. Seller, yeah. yeah. Seller, yeah. <laughs> Can't yeah that's that. not going to be a bad mix at all. You know, you got the emergence of Jeremy Macklin and that's Deshaun what I'm Jackson. Yep. It's just a really freak of nature. See, they giving uh, Kevin Cobb and and and, Don- and um, Michael Vick the receivers that Donovan never had with Jeremy Macklin and uh, uh, Jackson. Uh, all they need is the tight end and a solidified running game. Who they got as a running back? Um, I thought they would have got Chester Taylor from that would have well, solidified. He had a kid out of Pittsburgh. They drafted uh, not Pittsburgh. Yeah, he had a, uh, LaShawn, so not LaShawn. Yeah, but he, you know, he had what? a guy out of Pittsburgh. He, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad at all. Uh, he came that's in. Why they go, Mike. That's, where, that's reason why they go Westbrook. All right, and Philly think they can do that. Philly always think they can rebuild. Uh, here's the, here's the success uh, if they're going to have any in Philadelphia. When you got Kevin Cobb under the center. You call every play that you would call for Donovan. You can't you can't hesitate with this guy because in the three games or four games he started, he's put up tremendous numbers. Uh, I think he he's one and one as a starter, but you know he he went out there and played and won three games when he had to come in after Donovan got hurt. So you can't you got to take the handcuffs handcuffs off him and let this guy play. And I think the offense will open up a little more for him come mid season. Philadelphia will be back in place. This is Kwame Lasso Sports Sometimes Rich Show. Ken from the ATL. We're gonna take. We're gonna come back. Take this break. Uh, actually, we're gonna take a break and then we come back in about two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready for a fresh, candid, and entertaining look at sports? It's time for a radio show that doesn't tackle sports like everyone else. Join former NFL player Nick Murphy for Murphy's Law. Hear it directly from your favorite pro and collegiate athletes, coaches, and media personalities as they dissect what's going on in the world of sports. It's sports, entertainment, and fun, and it's all part of Murphy's Law. Tune in Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports
Welcome back to the Quarm Last of Sports. Sometimes Rich Show. Got Ken, as always, from the ATL. Hey, we left off talking about uh, Donovan, man, Washington. We was all over the board. We talked a little bit about Baltimore. Uh, one thing ties into the other. But it was all good. Um, I want to ask you, Ken, since you, um, uh, you know, you was, you was heavy on the um, – Pittsburgh Steelers and these guys on the clock. And I've, and I've always said that, um, you know, it's unfortunate that uh, two teams, you made a great point that uh, either MVP could have went to either guy, Ben Roethlisberger or, or Santonio Holmes. Uh, but now do you see the suspensions coming down with these guys? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we talked about that last week. Um, uh, Goodell already wants to meet with Ben Roethlisberger, but now you've got a situation where uh, – you know, right after two days after that incident, Santana Holmes gets into this incident. The lady, uh, female victim, didn't pursue any criminal charges at the time because it was supposed to be a you know out of pocket settlement. But he didn't want to pay up and thought he could beat the case. And and now, unfortunately, uh, criminal charges have been brought back up against Santana Holmes. And instead of paying up, I think he's going to find himself in a situation where he just should have just paid the girl already because now he's going to be paying with a four game suspension possibly at the beginning of the season. Season. And right. and of course, not only will he be paying out of pocket back to the woman anyway, uh, maybe for a higher amount than originally she wanted or he was going to offer her, but he's going to lose money on both ends as far as the games that he's going to miss. That's that's unfortunate too. You know what? I um I should get suspended too because I threw a drink in uh Kenya Simone's face before. Uh, we got Kenya Simone on there. That is so terrible. <laughs> So terrible. Kenya, Kenya Simone, welcome to the show. You we on with uh, Ken from ATL and Rich as always. Kenya Simone, what's going on? Bro? What's up, Kenya? Hey, we hey couldn't guys, catch up with her down here. You didn't catch good up with Ken? Uh, Man, I was all over the place. Ken and Ken, you was in ATL, wasn't you, Kenya? Oh yeah, yeah. We we caught up with each other on the phone, but we just couldn't connect because I had so many people connect, in town right. and. She was doing her thing. Okay, yeah, she do her does her thing. Hey, Ken, we were talking about uh the uh, suspension that may be handed down. We was talking about a lot of things in Donovan now. You can weigh up weigh in on any one of them, but Donovan now going to Washington Redskins or um, the uh, suspensions that may be handed down with or in the situation with uh, Santonio Holmes and Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, um, well, first, of course, I, I really was hoping that Donovan McNabb would be coming on home, coming back to the Bears. We could really, really use uh, someone of his caliber. So. Yeah, but not with Jay Mid- Cutler. Jay Cutler, I- they just signed Jay Cutler to another deal, didn't they? Joe Cutler or Jay Cutler? Who? Joe Cutler or Jay Cutler? Jay. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. It's Jay Cutler. Get the name right, Kwame. Boy, I said Jay. <laughs> what are you talking about? Get that wax out your ear. You said Joe. <laughs> I said well, Jay I think, Cutler. I think, I think what's very interesting as I was sitting and listening is the way that guys tend to handle the the situation that um, San Antonio is in, as well as Ben Roethlisberger. It's like, oh, well, you should have just paid her. No, you should not commit these assaults on women. You should get some kind of boundaries. You know, I know that when you're a professional athlete, as well as an entertainer, you know, things are just kind of handed to you and you get a slap on the wrist. But when is somebody going to make them accountable for their actions. And it's not just about the money, and it's not just about, oh, he got a bad rap, or this woman's out to get him. A lot of guys in male-dominated industry, both of them are. And a lot of it is looked at like, oh, well, you know, boys will be boys, and she's just trying to come up, or she's just trying to get money. But who's going to make these men accountable, for real? Well, you this know isn't what? the first Here... time this has come out. This is like the second, the third, you know. No, I understand what you're saying, but here on the Kwame Lodge Sports, sometimes Rich Show came from ATL. We don't uh, condone any uh, 
men hitting women. But let me say this: no, no, you, you, you make, but no, Kenya, you make a good point. Uh, when these guys gonna stop getting slapped on the wrist? I think you could you can make you could justify all you want for them because from day one these guys been some type of superior athlete even from little league up until they've reached the maximum of their sport profession and everything is given to them but the average person got to pay two three times for it so they used to everything getting for them uh we go to the tiger woods situation when he said these words that he felt he was entitled him being a, yeah. a mega superstar him being who he is uh felt he was entitled to have him. 17 20 women uh while he was uh married and and then you got people coming out to attack him now he's done what he's that what he's done uh, Absolutely. uh but i i think there has been a blueprint for these guys these are not the first time that somebody in the national football league has been in trouble so the guys that are getting in trouble right now, I think they should already come in with one or two strikes because you see what was going to happen. And if you stop slapping them on the wrist, and if Roger Goodell or whomever the commission may be at that time will punish that, um, have a severe punishment beforehand, then the guy who gets in trouble say, you can't do this. This guy's already got in trouble for that. I don't know this is your first offense, but here's a blueprint for you. This guy's done the same. You've done the same thing this guy did. Here's his punishment, and then here's yours. And it should be, if he got four games, then the next guy should get six games and should move on forward. That way to stop uh, all the nonsense of getting in trouble. If you love the profession you are in, then you wouldn't do su- uh, stupid and silly things on the off season or when your time off. Yeah, and, and uh, they don't respect it. There, you know, people say, "Oh, this woman brought him down," but come on, guy, you put your own career and your own endorsements on the line when you make these silly mistakes. Yeah. Hey, Kenya and Kwame, let me pose this to you: Do you think this would this trend would have still been continuing if Tagliabue was still been in charge? Because since Goodell took him over, it seems like he's the one that's really been trying to put a stop to this by really giving him some severe punishment. I, I think um, uh, Tagliabue would have it, it would have been more sev- I would have been just as severe uh, because it, as being in that commissioner's uh, position forever, uh, who before him was uh, Roselle, right? Roselle Tagliabue. Uh, been in that position forever, then the punishment, you, you don't settle for so much uh, nonsense in the league because your name is on it. And then I think this, uh, the punishments get more severe because guys are repeatedly doing the same thing right. on different teams. So now Godell, has, he has so much to worry about. He need to worry about the retired NFL players. He need to worry about the NFL PA. He need to bring that all together. And then he got guys, I say he can't babysit, but he's the commissioner. You have to babysit. You have to make sure these programs are out there where some guys may have a problem. Some guys may can't focus long enough, but that don't give you the right to go out there and do what you want to do and feel you're entitled to do it and then think you're going to get a slap on the wrist. Four games to some guys, then it don't matter. They're going to miss them anyway. Yeah, that's true. But I, I, I think the punishments need to get harder. There's, there has been a blueprint. You can't be on trial for murder. Next guy get on trial for murder, he may miss a whole year. He may miss eight games. He may miss a half a season. Uh, and, I, and I'm talking about, I'm just bringing up situations like like mm-hmm. the um, situation that happened in Baltimore. The next guy can't be doing that. You can't be on trial for murder. Right. No, he can't. And but again, you also understand something, too, that you know, I, I honestly think that if you're going to get in trouble and you've got to go through a legal, legal system, and through our judicial system, then you must yeah. miss the following year football period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that gives the fans it gives the fans a year to get out their system. It gives media a year to get out their system. It gives you a yeah. year to get your mind back in order and get ready to play football the following year. And I go back to uh, you make a good point. I go back to um, uh, let me let me move it away from football just to just to make a point. 
R. Kelly situation, you know how long he was on trial? It it he went away. It went away. You didn't think about it so much, but he kept making music while his situation was at hand, um, and people just forgot about it. And I don't know who you have to be or who you are where certain things don't happen to you. Like Ben Rothberg should have been suspended uh, a long time ago. He should have exactly. he should have been suspended from the uh, Lake Havasu case. He should have been uh, suspended or or severely talked to or talked with. When he was riding a motorcycle without helmet, you're a quarterback of the National Football League. Not only you represent yourself, your family, the owners, you also represent the NFL. And you're a quarterback, you're the face of quarterback, and they make you this way. Um, so that doesn't still give you the right to do certain things. Yeah, and look what they did to Michael Vick. You know, and look you, what they did. You gotta follow suit. No. Do you think it's, if they can, Ken, I was trying to stay away from Michael Vick. I was trying not to. <laughs> if they can spin this man before this man had his day in court, they can do the same thing. With it Big depends ben on who you are. And, and Santana Holmes. And well, you know, Kenya mentioned okay. earlier. Kenya, you mentioned earlier. They have to make an example out of somebody. So Michael Vick was the perfect scapegoat. If Michael Vick didn't go to jail for dogs, he went to jail for lying. That's that was a conspiracy. Uh, he was in federal. And he went to jail for lying. He ain't killing a dog. You know, people kill dogs every day. People go hunting every day. And I don't want to. I want to try to justify for Michael Vick like, in yeah, his situation. Yeah. Uh, although I told him if he don't come on the show when I get home, we are gonna have problems. See, <laughs> I, I'm dead serious. But this guy I was at home last year, and we do our camp every year in Virginia. Um, and and Michael Vick will show up sometimes, and sometimes he don't. But he don't do a whole lot of things that the all the athletes. From Virginia, we come back and put a camp on. So I say, now you're in trouble. You want to talk to the kids. You got to talk to the kids from day one. You can't wait till you get in trouble and try to. You can always come back home because we don't accept you. And that's the same thing Absolutely. with R. Kelly. That's the same thing with a lot of people yeah. uh, from where they're from. It, it depends on who they are, who you're going to accept. You can always come back home. But if you're doing it from day one, I mean, it's, you, you're more, you can more sympathetic to that guy and his situation. Now, if you always stay in touch, then you you like to. You'll know more about why he do what he did. Right. And, and we don't have to stay away from Michael Vick. We're just like in the Donovan uh, situation. I was telling Rich was speaking on it. I was saying they would have Peyton Manning will retire as an Indianapolis coach, regardless if he's going to make if he's down on his last leg and he's going to make 15 million dollars on that last season. They're going to let him make 15 million dollars. They, they gave a signing bonus to that terrible quarterback in Carolina uh, and then released him. They gave him they a rough. They, Jake DeLome, they gave him a roster bonus for I think it was like twelve million, and then they released him because he and the, he and the head coach uh, Fox had that type of relationship. They're not gonna let Peyton uh, Tom Brady go if he want to retire as a uh, Patriot. He will retire as a Patriot. Now you Donovan, they booed this guy from day one. They didn't want him. They wanted um, who's that? A running back or something or Ricky Williams? Or Ricky Williams. They wanted Ricky Williams coming out of the draft. Donovan did everything but take him to. Uh, take him to the Super Bowl, and he did all this, I think, handicap. Yeah. yeah he did. If some situation, he didn't have receivers or he didn't have a tight end. Right. But no one ever stayed healthy for Donovan a whole year, including Donovan. Right. And Donovan played. And a lot of people don't know. See, Donovan was at the house. He was at the house the other day. A lot of people don't know. Um, this guy plays hurt. But when, he, when, you, when he's sitting out, he is actually – done he's actually hurt where he can't help the team he's not gonna go out in the field and, nope. and you, you guys are probably the same way um can you uh, rich and can y'all not gonna put yourself in a situation where you can't help the team you're not gonna go out there but if you feel like you can get it done you're gonna get it done well you know they had this had donald McNabb's press conference on tv with um with him and the washington mm -hmm. Redskins. and the first thing one when they was they said something about you know well how do you understand this was happening yada yada he alluded to last year, and Kwame, you, you, 
you witnessed all this. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia just let Brian Dawkins go. Yeah, that, that is crazy. Is Coach B, who, Coach B, you um, speak on that on other than the breaks. I want you okay. to go ahead and talk about that. Crime Lots of Sports Sometime Rich Show. We got Ken from the ATL and our guest as always sometime in Kenya Simone. We'll be back on the other <laughs> end of this break. <laughs> The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan, or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Quantum Last of Sports Sometimes Rich Show. We got Ken from the ATL, Kenya Simone coming out of Shot Town. WGCI, right, Ken? Kenya? WGCI, Chicago? Yes, sir. All right. We, um, you know, we left off. Uh, Coach B, you were saying something, but uh, uh, this is not my sexy voice segment, but we'll get back to that to the last segment. Thank God. Uh, and uh, y'all just brace yourself, all right? You want my arm to fall yeah. off? Ken, I mean, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Coach, you were saying. About because I want to talk and, about and, this too. Before you say that, I want to talk about that. <laughs> you all right, baby? Breathe now. I want to talk about that Butler and Duke game. We got to get into that, but go ahead and say what you got to say so you don't cry. Shut up. Um, <laughs> no, we were talking about the we were talking about the business of the National Football League, right? And how it's a, we, I understand and you understand because you know you experienced it, Quam, firsthand. How more? How much more of a of a business it is? 
and you, the employee, said employee, they don't give a rat's tail about you. Yeah, what have you done? About what have you done you. for me lately? Which is twenty four to forty eight hours. But you know, uh, Brian Dawkins. Take for instance, you know how Brian Dawkins. He did everything for the Philadelphia Eagles. He, he was the face of the Philadelphia Eagles. He was like Ray Lewis to Baltimore. He was the heart yeah. of that defense. Even if Diamond was a quarterback, it was still everybody knew who Brian Dawkins was, and it was all about Brian Dawkins right. on that defense. And for them just to let him go, trade, get him, let him go to Denver. Diamond said he knew right then the white the writing was on the wall. And made the Pro Bowl. And still made the Pro Bowl. Right. And and that's crazy, man. You talk about the business part of it because it's, these owners don't care. And you get a guy fresh out of college uh, who's going to do what he has to do. He's an accountant. He's he's just to manage the money. He don't see you in the locker room. He don't hear you talking in the locker room. He don't see the camaraderie you guys have uh, two or three nights before a game, how you get together and how you break down film. They don't see this stuff. Uh, and a lot of it transcends from one to the other, from that to the, fi- to the uh, field on Sundays. They don't see that. All they're doing is crunching numbers, so it becomes a business. And I knew it was a business uh, while playing, and you know, we come off this pretty good year that the Cardinals have never had before. And then they let Larry Sinners go, and then they let Jameer Miller go. Yep. Seth Jonah, uh, they let um, – what's my guy's name for um, – God, I can't think of the name. Big offensive tackle. They let him go, and this, these were some key guys that yeah, helped us Jeff. win. Lomas Brown. Lomas Brown, good, good job. See, yeah, see, see that's what I'm talking about. You guys are, come on now. You, you know guys, I was there watching you on the field now. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but, but Lomas Brown, they let these guys go. Uh, Nias Williams. Come on, man. He should be in. Don't you want a guy like a Nias Williams to retire as an Arizona Cardinal? Yeah. Yes, not a, not a St. Louis Ram. Not a St. Louis Ram, but it became all business to me. I'm like, wow. You can't, you can't ask and, for too much money. And it's not like that. You know, when you guys left, the Cardinals, when they left the Cardinals, they, they didn't contribute in other places. But, you know, a lot of teams say uh, it's not like that now, but when, when the guys were leaving and going to the other team, they say, man, when you're able to leave, you're going you're gonna to finally play in the National Football League. And I didn't know what they meant until I went to San Diego. I mean, I went to San Diego, and I was able to go upstairs into the um, – the owners, 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 you say, come on upstairs, come talk to us sometime. You can come up at any time, and I walk upstairs, and they, everybody know you from the secretary to the, whomever the owner. They, they know you. The Spanos and uh, those guys are in there, and they welcome you into that. When I was at Arizona, I rarely, rarely went upstairs unless I was summoned to go upstairs. Um, but you were uh, summoned. Hey, one time. Yeah. Well, them summons you, huh? Yeah, they summoned me, Kwame. Coach want to see you and bring your playbook. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, you had to. No, no, they never, they never did that for me. They never said bring your playbook, but I took, I did take my uh, playbook up there. I said, here, if you, because he made a decision about he's gonna play me or Pat Tillman, uh, and he said he's gonna play Pat. I'm like, what? I, I'm coming out of the camp, MVP of the camp, and then two days before we played Dallas, he said I'm gonna start Pat. Tillman. I'm like, what? I didn't even think I heard him right. So I said, all right, you made your decision. I went downstairs, got my playbook, boom, threw it on his desk, and went home, laid on the bed, and cried. But you know what, though, Kwame, back then it was just like this, it was with uh, what's the owner of the uh, Eagles, Jeff Jeff Laurie, Jeff Laurie. Same thing. They just didn't want to pay him. They and didn't want to pay McNabb when they know they got Kevin Cobb, Michael Vick on the roster. He well, got yeah, one year left on his contract. They paid and just like with Arizona, they let you go before they want to pay you. And yeah. You know how cheap the Bitwells were. You can't make plays and expect to get paid. Uh, they especially it depends on who the team is, and because I, I think all teams are like that, man. Them, them owners are this sitting is, back, guys. This is the same situation with Brett Favre, but it's different. They already paid the, they already paid Dom one hundred and twenty million dollars already. Okay, and they gave him that contract in two thousand three. Did he play down to it or play up to it? He played up to his contract. He played his contract out. Proceed. Now, out of those last seven years, how many years did he finish the season? Probably 
five out of six out of five out of seven because he was he injured. He, he, when he went to Reebok, he injured himself. He, you playing football? You gonna get injured just like hockey? I think hockey I is the roughest that. sport. Well, this is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's not the fact that they didn't want to pay him. It's the fact of they invested this second round pick in Kevin Cobb. He came in last year. He put up some quote unquote okay numbers against teams who really were okay. But they didn't know who he was. They couldn't game plan against him. Because mm-hmm. someone had a whole full week to game plan against Kevin Cobb, uh-huh. and they knew exactly what he was all about and what he what he brought to the table, I could guarantee you he wouldn't have 300, 300 yard games. Yeah, but the you know, owners, man, owners. I can agree with that. Owners and GMs and half of the scouting world—they uh, are so dumb. They put a lot of emphasis on the forty without watching the guy's game film. Then they, yeah. they you 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 put the guy in, in a football game for a certain amount of years. You gonna get hurt. This is more, one of the most physical games ever played, um, along with hockey. And then they don't give you time to heal. You playing football. They ought to know that. And then you put an emphasis on the forty um, that has not a whole lot to do with it if you're an offensive lineman. You don't play. You don't run a forty yard dash for sixty minutes. No. No. Unless but, you're a DB and you and you got to hump the guy down from the back. Of then course, you shouldn't man, be on the field. If you you shouldn't be on the field. If you continuously walking somebody down or or, or have to be in trail position. Man, the only time you run a 40 is when you get a kickoff return or punt return, you got to run a 40 then. Man, let me ask you guys. Let me change the subject because uh, y'all about to make me start cursing on this family <laughs> show. <laughs> it's a family show. Doesn't it all just come down to the bottom line, the dollar, how much money this person is making, how it, much more can we make off of him and his name, and if can the you? teams aren't winning, then it's like, all right, we can do away with him. Kenya Simone, it does because a lot of guys, uh, half of the guys in the National Football League shouldn't even be in the National Football League, and a, a quarter, a half of the other half, or a quarter of that half, um, only there because they're a coach from college, no coach in the pros, hooking them up. And and if you pay a guy $10 million and a guy who makes him uh, $5 million is way better, they want the guys to justify that this is why we pay him, whether he's making plays or not. They want the guy on the field that's making more money, who's not even making more plays, who's not helping your team win, so they can justify in themselves paying this guy. And, and right. a, a lot of coaches don't even uh, they don't even get at a guy. I know some coaches argued at my backup, trying to argue with me, because they went through my backup, but they were really talking to me. I'm like, T- coach me. You can talk to me like that that way without uh, crossing the lines, because both of us are both of us men. But you know, come tell me if I'm doing something wrong. I don't want to do it wrong. Tell me I'm doing it wrong. Tell me try it this way. You come into the lead a certain way. A lot of coaches. Try to change you. That's why the draft is a joke. Um, you one guy play a certain way in college, and you come, you bring him to a uh, your professional team, and you change his whole style up. Now he's not making plays. Let him do what he did in college. Put him in that situation. Make create plays for him in that situation, or don't draft him. Draft what you need, not what you think you want, so you can trade um, trade them off somewhere. Well, this thing needs to tra- I think overall that all these teams need to understand that you know, understand everybody understands the business. But you also got to take account of what's easier to do. I mean, I'd rather, me personally, I'd rather Donovan retire as a Philadelphia Eagle. This is me personally. And not only is he, you know, my boy, he's your boy. Allen Iverson retires you know, as an Eagle. Allen Iverson, Bubba Chuck. I think we can all go down the list and say, man, this guy's supposed to be retired as a, at the, you know. No, but you know what? You got, okay, when I said we were hoping Donovan would come back home, you all were like, yeah, you got Jay Cutler. But look at the Cardinals. Last season you had... Um, Matt Leonard, who was a, a good quarterback, but then you had that veteran in Kurt Warner. When Matt got hurt, Kurt was able to step up and take you all very far. So you can say that they should be tired, but if they've got that 
if they've got that experience in their season and they kind of know how to play in clutch situations, why just throw them to the wayside and want them, you know, you've been here a long time, your body's beat up, you need to get out. See, Sometimes I, they come through for you. I, well, Matt has plenty, he had plenty of opportunities to uh, handle that job. Kurt Warner, if you... If you watch this guy play, he's very intelligent. I think he create. I think he runs the offense, and he before he gets to the line of scrimmage, he knows exactly where to go with the ball if it's a pass play. I'm not to mention he had three of the um, most dynamic receivers in the game at one time, and that's Fitzgerald, uh, Anquan oh, yeah. Bolden, and um, Preston, Steve Preston, and also with the emergence of uh, uh, early Doucette. Uh, Urban, you got Urban there too. And Urban, J- Jeremy Urban, but he, Jeremy is more of a special team guy. But he had three receivers on the field at one time that probably was arguably the best in the game. But Kurt, um, Kurt just knew what to go with the ball. He's very efficient. He was smart. Um, I'd rather have Kurt in the game than the Matt Liner. No, than Matt Liner. I thought Matt Lina, I thought McNabb, if he came to the uh, Arizona Cardinals, and even if Jason Campbell would have come here, um, they would have been back in the Super Bowl. Because you got a guy who understands the game, you got a guy um, who can make plays with his mind, who don't have to make plays all the time by running, who don't have to make plays with thought. He he knows where to go. He knows what defenses look like after 12, 11, 12 years in the National Football League. One thing, one thing I will say, I'm sorry, Quam, is the fact that Jason Campbell is a good quarterback. Okay, one no one else says he's a tough quarterback. How many times has he stood in there and took a beating last year? Year before, the year before. Yeah, year because before. he didn't have the line to protect him. Doesn't have the line to protect him. But I Rich, mean, you made uh, a point. You made a point uh, off the air that he had four offensive coordinators. You had four different offensive coordinators in five years. You know, Joe mm. Gibbs wasn't the Joe Gibbs of the of the eighties and early nineties. With the Hogs. With the Hogs. I mean, you didn't. You don't have that that continuity. There's only a handful of teams in the National Football League that have a continuity of that on the offensive line. New Orleans Saints. That um, the. Uh, uh, what's their name? The San, San Diego Chargers. What's the boys up in the, the New England Patriots? The Philadelphia Eagles had a cot. They spent a lot of money on the offensive line last year. Yeah, well, we we we've been talking about money. Let me let me move on, guys, because I want to talk about this Butler and Duke, and we were talking. Well, before about, we get to Butler and Duke, God damn. will Tiger win the match this week? Oh, <laughs> uh, will he win the match? We're going to a break. We can get to Butler and Duke after the break. Let's talk about Tiger real quick before we go on a break. <laughs> You want to talk about Tiger? Real quick, and come. We, we get the championship game after the break. We finish up with championship game. Let's talk about Tiger right now. Right, well, seeing as how he has ninety bodyguards to keep the mistresses away, hopefully he can stay focused and do his thing. The mistress is not staying away. I was listening to Howard Stern last night, and who who was Jocelyn James? I hate to say her name on the air because giving her more airtime, but this lady <laughs> is trifling. Yeah. Hey, Kwame, uh, Kwame and Coach, you remember the conversation we had when we first talked about Tiger Woods uh, on, on the air the first time this all came up? Is you know, when we, I said that he's going to be nervous. He's not going to win because he's going to be so nervous. Distracted. You know, he's going to be so distracted. And did you see the way he was at the press conference yesterday? He, he couldn't stop moving. He looked nervous. He couldn't stop moving, Ken. He, <laughs> he was nervous. That's going to carry on to the field of play. I, oh, no. I, I think that first uh-huh. day. Uh-huh. Well, we quite a lot of sports sometimes, Rich. So we can we got uh, Kenya Simone. Uh, we're gonna take a break and we will come back. Ken, Kenya Simone, WGCI. I hope you can be with us. Now I appreciate you calling in. We'll take Thanks a break so and I'll come back with my uh, sexy voice. No, get y'all, get y'all smoking jackets on. Please don't. No, we're coming no. back. A beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's a 
shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lava Racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warrior. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports welcome back to the we got cam from atl Welcome back. We uh, Kenya right, Simone. I was talking about before we left. We were talking about Tiger Woods and uh, Kenya Simone. Thank you for joining us. She had to take off to the uh, kids. Man, cut off his voice, dog. No, what is all the women you? that heard that? Please excuse that. Yes, please. I'm only talking to one woman, in, woman anyway. So, <laughs> hey, Ken. Yeah, and Quam. What's up? The thing with Tiger, and we can go get off real quick, is the fact that I think personally that because he's one of those people that can tone out everything, like he did last year in the um, uh-huh. and in the PGA Championship game. With a torn MCL, ACL, whatever it was, it still went through. I mean, and and on his pressure leg, where all the pressure when you go through your swing, yeah, is on. Kwame, you know, you play. Ken, you play. I, there's a lot of pressure on that that right leg when you and that, that left leg. Whatever. Yeah, but he's playing against the crowd this time. He's playing against the fans. <laughs> he's he's got to he's got to try to regain those fans. And he's playing against that uh that that nonsense that happened four or five months ago. He playing. <laughs> he all oh, that's weighing in. I'm but telling I you right now, Tiger Woods is playing. Yeah, he got to take his degree out there. Yeah, Tiger is playing against Tiger this weekend. Tiger will surprise a lot of people. He may not Coach, win it. We but like I Tiger too. Be, I, I pretty much so predict he, he'll be in the top five. So we, the, we so, like Tiger so too. He's but not gonna worry know. about what people thinking. Shoot, he was already, he already said he was nervous. He didn't know what to expect. He gonna worry. I don't care. I don't care who you think y'all. You, you he's even Ali, the greatest of all time, worried. 
come on now. You gotta you can block on you can only block out so much. But exactly. I, I'm 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 with you, Rich. I like Tiger too. And uh if he can get past day one and two, I'm gonna give him a chance to win it. I think if he get past today, he's ten off with no, AJ no, Choi. No, no. And um, not today. There's no threat out there today. Huh? No, today is just a practice. Stricker today, who's the number two golfer in the world right now. Right, that ain't nothing. That's number two means Tiger wasn't around to uh, put pressure on him. But Tiger, a lot of these guys before Tiger left was catching up to him. They wasn't as afraid of him. Still, in the back of their mind, if you know you playing with Tiger on the last day on Sunday, there's anything can happen because he makes it happen. He wills himself to wins along with his skill set. But when playing with uh, Steve Stricker, that, that's nothing. That's just a practice round. They're not going to even do a whole lot. I think they're going to drop balls and hit certain shots at a certain position at a distance that they feel like they're going to be it, be on or be uh, away from on uh, game day, on yeah. Thursday through Sunday. He's going to be trying too hard to win because he's trying to regain his fans back. That's the only thing that's going to be on Tiger's mind this week during the Masters. And I believe that's going to be the interview, Ken, yeah, what you just said. This is going to be the most watched Masters uh, golf, uh, golf match of all time. Masters on Sunday. I'm sorry. Single, if he goes and wins on Sunday, then he's. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I, I'm not. I like Tiger. I'm with you, Coach. But it's it's tough, man. Even though even though he's the best at ever, I would say ever played the game. Uh, you know, you, uh, arguably because there's a lot of equipment assessments and changes in that. But if he go out there and win that Masters, man, I don't know what else you can say about Tiger. Right. I'm saying. I mean, I just. I mean, you really can't say. I mean, yeah. This incident in the last five months of his life is is pretty much, you know, no. Did some things um, physically and mentally and professionally for him, mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. But just again, 2009 mm-hmm. PGA Championship. Enough said. All right, man. Let me uh, let's move let's on. Talk to about the championship game. Yeah, but first of all, yeah, I'm doing this uh, thing on uh, y'all go to on one accord foundation. Dot org. I'm a uh, we putting on um, I partnered up with the Lincoln Theater in Napa Valley, man. Prince. Uh, uh, a reason to survive with uh, Kalithia Horton. We're doing an inaugural uh, celebrity golf tournament. That's on June 4th, man. June 4th, 2010. Silverado Resort and Spa Golf Course. Again, that's Napa Valley, California. So we're putting that together right now. It's in the works, man. So hopefully it turns out great. Uh, we got to get a lot of, got to get a few more celebrities and stuff like that. But that'd be a great event. I think you guys should come out. Well, you know, get everything. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can't golf, so I can play. Ken, you don't let me start talking about your golf game. I <laughs> I'm back in. I'm actually. I'm trying to. I, I wish I can go hit now, but I can't. Let me ask you guys this: um, Paying these coaches, college coaches, all this money—does it taint the uh, sport of the game, or does it? Uh, does it limit the maximum talent you can get at a certain sport? Because you know they throwing money at uh, 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 Mike, uh, Coach K. So I don't want to mess his name up. Uh yeah, whatever. Ten, twelve, twelve, fourteen million dollars just to come close to jet the nets. The nets. Yeah, he turned it down. And they, all, I think they went to him. Not be, some of it would ha- he has to do with the uh, how he handled the Duke situation and his success there. But also, this guy coached in the Olympics, so he coached the pros. So they they feel that this guy can get them over the hump. Well, no, he's just able to get the, uh, the top five-star recruits in, in, in country. I mean, you got to remember, this team averages at least about three or four McDonald High School All-Americans every year that every comes year. there. Yeah. Okay? You talk about going to the New Jersey Nets. This is a team where nobody wants to go play for. Okay? There's a difference when you got commitments for five-star recruits to come to your school right. versus players who's already an established you know, NBA uh, All-Star who don't want to go play there. 
Right, and they're not going they to sign that free agent contract. Mm-hmm. Or the only way they're going to play there is they get traded. And if they get traded, it's only going to be a one-year deal and they're out of there. But I do want to say uh, congratulations before we move on, Rich. I don't know what you got to say about this, but congratulations to Butler, man. They they showed out this tournament. Oh, they, oh yeah, they, they did. And they had a chance to win it yesterday. But uh-huh. they, they couldn't make those shots when they counted. Yeah. I want to go back to the Mike Koshyshevsky situation. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Of, you look at him, the Jets are $10 to $15 million a year. Okay. He goes out there and stinks it up for two years. They can fire him. Mm-hmm. Right? He gets $30 million. But yeah, we can give him a 10 year contract extension worth, you know, $40 million. Right. You know, he's still making 4 or $5 million a year. He's getting his millions and millions and millions of dollars from Nike. His other millions of dollars from other endorsements he does. He's getting his money from the Olympic team. Krzyzewski. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he why would he want to leave a situation where he's guaranteed, guaranteed more money by staying at Duke but it's only and his job security than he is going to the Nets? He goes to the Nets three years. He might be out of there. But he's guaranteed, that's guaranteed. Well, you, Rich did say that, but um, it's, so, it's only so much those sponsors can pay you. Uh, not sponsors. I meant boosters that can pay you. Now, they're they paying these college coaches professional monies some of these college coaches make more than professional now if if uh, coach k went to the new jersey net do you see the coach from uh connecticut yukon women's coach going there he said anything short of uh north carolina or duke he's not leaving the women's coach mm-hmm. uh, 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 yeah do you know Gino. Uh, well he leaves yukon he got it made yeah. Exactly, but I'm just saying that's the only he, that's the only way he would leave the women's game yeah. if it was the coach at a if it was the job over at Duke or Kentucky because that's the same thing Ken was not Kentucky but Duke or Carolina but Ken was saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. He's getting three or four All Americans, McDonald All Americans a year, and they don't even have to play, but they come in, they got already have uh, sophomores and juniors that are veterans because a team like that, you may play your junior year, you off to the pros, but they already have guys that's coming in that they these All-Americans can learn from, and that's what keeps his team at the pinnacle of the game all the time. Mm-hmm. And, but you can make that kind of money in last college. Game? Say it again. You know going to be a better game than last night's game? No, I don't. Tonight's game, Stanford-Connecticut. Oh, oh we. No, Women's I, Final Four. I, I thought so. But that's going to be a better Ken, game. you were saying they would make more money. They make enough money just staying put where they're at. I mean, oh, you got you got uh, University of Oregon right now, who's ready to make somebody the highest paid college coach in the country just to come there. The only coach that should be basketball get, program ain't that good. The only coach that shouldn't be getting jobs and shouldn't be getting paid is Lane Kiffin. What have this guy done? He's he's getting paid like he's won championships before. He's, he was offensive coordinator, two national championships. Yeah, he he ain't making no calls, but he Lane Kiffin is a joke. No, 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 no. Back it up. He, he was the no quarterbacks coach. Uh, he was you the quarterback that, uh, quarterbacks coach. Yeah. He was two Nash, two Heisman Trophy winners. He was the, the Heisman is coach. overrated. The Heisman could be. But I, he wasn't coach, the play caller. I, I, I vote you for the Heisman. Who, he wasn't the, the play caller. You know? That was Steve Sarkeesian and Norm Chow. And Norm Chow at uh, USC. Hey, this is the Kwame Lash of the Sports Sometimes Rich Show. Ken from the ATL. Sorry, but our time is up. Y'all got anything to say before we get out of here, fellas? Keys out. It's too bad, man. It's only an hour and we got to go. We're we flowing. I got so much more to talk about. We, we need that second hour. We've been lobbying for it. I'm on. I'm on. We're going to get it. We're going to get something done. Hey. Check out the blogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Check out the blogs. Uh, the fan page. Ken been uh, blogging. Uh, I blog from here and there, but Ken been on it. Coach going to finally get on if he don't get his, stop getting his back cracked. Hey, Quamalot Sports <laughs> Sometime. Rich Show. Ken from ATL. We see you guys next week. Be safe. Be out. Be out.
Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericasports.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by voice america talk radio network its staff and management